Welcome to the Stronger Than Your Boyfriend podcast. We are Heather and Katie, owners of Barpath Fitness, here to help you sift through the bullshit and toxic misinformation that permeates the fitness industry. Today, we have a Q&A podcast. All right. Well, you know the drill. We have three questions. As usual, if you want to ask us questions, join our Facebook group, Stronger Than Your Boyfriend, or hit us up on the social meets at Barpath Fitness on Instagram. Still haven't really gotten up that TikTok yet. <laughs> fine. Like we said, uh, how many episodes ago? I don't know. It's we'll work on it. If All you... Right. If you're interested in TikTok, let us know. Then we will do it. But totally, I just feel like it's for small children. <laughs> but anywho, okay. All right. Question number one: I am wondering about warm-up sets. When do we need them? How many sets? At what percentage of working weight? How many reps? And what is the difference between a warm-up set and a top or a back-off set? Whew, that's like five this questions was, in one. Yeah. Well, we got this in our Facebook group, so it was a really, uh, really thorough question. And yeah. I like it. Yeah. So. There's so much that goes into this. It depends on experience. And I would definitely first figure out the lifts that you struggle with. So, and within those lifts, figure out what muscles you have trouble connecting to. So for example, you know, our client Mark, he has trouble in the bench press setting his lats, right? So stabilizing with his lats on the bench. So before we bench press, I'm not just going right into bench press sets with him as far as warming up. I'm doing some like band pull apart, some seated rows or something like that just to kick on his lats and get him connecting to his lats. And then we'll go into some warm up sets. So and what that looks like, I never did this based off of like percentage or I don't even really think RPE. I kind of just know my weight that I was going for for the day. And then I do certain weights leading up to that. So let's just say, let's stick with the bench press example. Let's say I'm going for like a 135 heavy max or something like that, 135 pounds or whatever. Maybe I'm doing, you know, a set with the bar. Then I'm going to like 65, 75 pounds. Then I'm doing 95. Then I'm doing 115 for a single. Then I'm going for 135. So I don't know. It's just kind of depends on the person. Sometimes I feel like it is well, it depends on how fatigued you get. So some people, some clients that I train, if we do too many warm-up sets, they'll be way too fatigued for their actual working sets. But some people need more warm-up sets. So sometimes I'll have a client where like by the third or fourth set of whatever lift we're doing, that's their best set because they're warmed up enough. So there's just a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of things that go into The it. main thing to keep in mind is that your warm-up sets should never be overly fatiguing in either volume or intensity. Um, another thing to keep in mind is the temperature of the gym you're working out in. Um, I know that if oh, you're yeah. outside and it's cold, you know, um, your body, your body temperature has to actually warm up in a warm up. So you may need to add in more warming up um, if the temperature of your gym is actually cold. Um, to, to kind of figure out where to stop with warmups, your last warmup should be decently below your first working set. So if you have an idea of what your first working set is, which you should most likely, um, at least a range, right? Even if it's RPE based, you probably know a range of where it be. Um, I've seen some, some coaches list, you know, 10 to 30 pounds below, and I've seen some coaches use as much as 10% less than your first working set, which is kind of a, kind of a, kind of a lot, but again, it, it totally depends, right? So for me, I typically do like four to five warm up sets. So I do all my mobility stuff and my priming stuff like Katie was talking about. Then I do, you know, four to five warm up sets depending on which lift and how heavy I'm going. And the bar does count as one of those warm up sets for me. So example, if I'm doing, say my first set of squats is at 225. I'm doing 225 for three reps, five reps, whatever. 
first set I do, I do the bar at, and then I do 95, then I do 135, 185, and then 205. And then I'd head into my first set, right? So my last warm up set was about 20 pounds lower. Um, and I will say like, if I'm going to do higher sets, like sets of five to 10, I'm not going to take that 205 no. probably at five to 10, right? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take some of those lower uh, rep ranges, the bar 95, maybe 135 in that five to 10 range. Then I'm going to start cutting my reps down as I warm up, right? Yeah. Because you don't want to gas yourself on the warm up, like Katie was saying. And and another thing is you also want to treat your warm up like practice, right? So you you want to set up the exact same way you're going to for your lift so you can improve your technique over time. So yeah, this is tricky. There's just so many nuances that go into it because like Heather said, if it's higher reps and you're doing a lot of warm up sets, you're gonna be gassed doing your work, your working sets. So, okay, this is one of the instances where it's like, do as I say, not as I do. I literally do not warm up. Like if I, it's it's bad. Oh no, I feel like it's bad. Well, okay, I will say, if I'm doing like heavier squats, for example, I'll do a couple warm up sets. But I'm not doing any mobility drills. I'm not doing anything else besides starting with 135, 135 pounds on my back, and then maybe another warm up set or two by doing literally just one rep. And I know that sounds bad, but I can do it. I do a lot of mobility work in my workouts themselves and on my off day. So I'm getting a lot of that in. I feel like most people aren't doing that. So ideally, if you have the time, you want to do some mobility drills before your warm up sets, then you want to do your warm up sets, and then you're going into your work working sets. It sounds like a lot, but it really doesn't take that much time. Like right. I said, figure out where you lack the connection to and do mobility drills in those areas, and then jump in your your warm up sets for whatever lift you're doing. So, I yeah, again, especially if it's higher reps for me, I'm definitely not doing a warm up. I honestly will probably just go right into my first set. Really bad, I know. And well, I'll probably take a couple couple reps beforehand i don't know why i just like kind of started doing that i'm like warming up takes too much fucking time interesting but i feel fine doing it i mean i definitely feel better like on the second set if i'm not doing a warm-up but again do as i say not as i do for all the, my clients i make them do warm-up sets <laughs> yes. and mobility drills but yes, yes i feel like I don't think my coach listens to this but if he does he'll probably kill me but he doesn't program <laughs> any warm-up so i don't know um, did she ask, did she ask about top sets in there? There's a long question. Yeah, she asked what the difference between oh. top sets, back up sets, warm okay. up sets. So really quickly, a top set is, it's more strategic because you're building intensity as you, you, as you get to your heaviest set. So I feel like you can explain this a little bit better because if, isn't this more of a strategy for powerlifting? I don't know. Like building up to your top set and then backing off, you know? Yeah, I mean, the buildup is the warm-up, though. And then exactly. the back sets are different. Yeah. So they would be different. They'd be a little less intense than back off. So, yeah, you're warming up to a top set. Say your top set is 225 by 5 or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so you warm up to that, kind of just like I said. Mm -hmm. And then you do your top set of, of 225 at 5 or whatever. And then you usually get programmed back off sets mm -hmm. or back down sets or mm -hmm. whatever you want to call them, where it's like, all right, now drop the load 10%, drop yeah. the load 5% or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely more strategic. And yeah, leading up to the top set, those are your warm up sets. But I don't know. I feel like you can also argue that they are working sets because. Well, that's why I do less reps usually. Yeah. Because I don't want to make you don't those the same yourself. as my working sets. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, again, and the, the back off sets are just based off of the number that you hit for your top set. And usually the top set isn't really prescribed as far as what weight 
you're going to hit. You're just building up and you're figuring out what weight you're hitting for your be. top set. Yeah, I guess it can, you're right. It can be percentage-based or, or RPE-based. Yeah. The, the purpose of the back offsets is taking that top set and then peeling off a certain amount of load so you could do more volume. after you've already kind of fatigued yourself a little bit with that top set and then going down. So you can't count your warm-up sets because of that reason. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's supposed to be after the top set. So this is kind of a strategy to incorporate intensity and volume. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the obviously the yes. top set is more intensity-based and then we're significantly reducing the load so you can get more volume in. So a lot of, lot of nuances in this question. I Hopefully we hashed it all out, but yeah. Okay. All right, I feel like cool. that was good enough. Yep. Cool. All right, question number two. Is fruit too much sugar? I hear conflicting things. <laughs> Sorry, this is LOL. <laughs> um, okay, since when is fruit bad? I just don't understand the fitness industry. Like, why are we demonizing fruit? I feel like fruit used to be good then it used to be bad now it's back in again like fruit is all the rage but still people think that it's there's too much sugar in fruit like what are we doing like (laughs) people fear it because of sugar like it has fiber and it's literally natural sugar it's not a bunch of high fructose corn syrup and it's not in coming out of a package it's what are you like afraid of eating an orange like also (laughs) fruit is literally a whole food you're not going to be able to eat 10 oranges right so I feel like most people will eat an apple or an orange or a pear, whatever fruit you're eating and be done. Like they're not going to crave more of that same fruit, right? So I just feel like people, you can't eat a ton of fruit every day because eating the actual fruit, you're getting the fiber along with it. So it's going to prevent you from overeating because that is, you're eating it in its natural form. If you're drinking the fruit, you're stripping the fiber away and now you're just drinking straight sugar. So you can probably drink glass upon glass of apple juice or orange juice or whatever you're doing. So I guess, you know, long story short, if you're eating the fruit, like the whole fruit, like it's literally a whole food, just fucking eat it. It's not bad. Eat it. There's sugar in it. Cool. Don't freak out about it. You were allowed to have sugar. Like our body can metabolize sugar, especially if you're strength training. Like, come on, don't drink the fruit juice. It's pretty simple. I don't know if you have anything to add. Enjoy your fruits while they're in season. That's yeah. the best time, right? Like right now, are, are we in peaches now? Pal oh, we're in peach season. We're in peaches? Jim from go the, to the farmer's market. Jim, Jim you remember Jim? Jim from the gym. He brought a bunch of peaches last week and oh, they were really good. I haven't had any yet, so I need to go get some. Yeah, yeah. Okay, It's pretty cool. good. All right, I All feel right. like that sums it up. Yeah, that's good. Eat the fruit. <sighs> question number three is a personal question. Yeah. Do you two drink, I'm guessing alcohol? If so, uh, yeah. <laughs> how do you incorporate drinking into a healthy slash fit lifestyle? Yeah, I'm assuming that they mean alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> you drink, drink water? Yes, I do. I so, hydrate. yeah. <laughs> So I don't drink alcohol. That's just personal preference. I don't like it. I don't like one. I don't like the taste of it. I think it all tastes like trash. Two, I don't like the way it makes me feel. I've gotten drunk in my life before and I just feel like I'm out of control and I don't like it. But I will dabble in weed here and there. So I guess I can, I feel like it's kind of the same thing. It's a vice. So I'll just explain how I incorporate it. Heather, you can talk about the actual I think they're two, they're alcohol. very different. They're very but, different. Yeah. I've, yeah, you're obviously they affect your body a little bit differently mm-hmm. with as far as weed goes or just dabbling in some THC, whatever. I if I smoke it, I I don't necessarily like smoking it that often because I feel the effects on my lungs. Like if I'm doing like cardio workout, I can feel it. If I'm doing it often, I'll do an edible here and there. And usually it's like at the end of the day, maybe once or twice a week, maybe and I'm just kind of going to bed. I'm feeling kind of loopy and funny, and I'm going to bed. And, you know, unlike alcohol, 
there's no hangover. I'm kind of just like pass out. I'm sure I'm not getting the best sleep when I do that. I think both weed and alcohol messes with your sleep. But for me, I like having fun here and there. So just like Heather will explain with the alcohol, like you want a nice, healthy balance in life. But yeah, I feel like they're talking mostly about alcohol. So yeah. I don't I feel like I can't really answer this question. Yeah, so I guess yeah, I can talk about it a little bit. So I do not do anything with weed because it makes me very paranoid and I don't yeah. like it. So That's what um, with alcohol, like I'm the opposite. I don't know. Yeah, I Maybe. do. I do drink alcohol um, in moderation uh, with my friends, mostly in happy social events. Is yeah. when I try to do it the most. And I am very big on um, high end cocktails and very nice wine Mm -hmm. so you know my price points are a little higher which keeps me from drinking it too often Um, I never drink to get drunk I drink because I enjoy the taste um, in a social environment so that's kind of how I handle it is I just kind of try to make it a social thing Um, I try not to have more than a few honestly I can usually have about two or three before I feel like crap so Mm -hmm. that's kind of where I stop Um, but you know we have a whole podcast episode actually episode 28 on alcohol Um, we don't just talk about the detriments of bin drinking we talk about the detriments of regular drinking yeah which is super interesting so i would definitely encourage you to check that out yeah um but uh and we also have a training on in our facebook group i think it's old yeah. so maybe we should do another one on how to track alcohol yeah because there are calories in alcohol believe it or not and usually when you go into your like my fitness pal and like track alcohol it only tracks like um some of the calories or it'll, it'll put them it won't put them in the macronutrient so if you're someone who tracks macros you need to count the alcohol as a macronutrient almost because if you know that carbs have four um, calories per gram, protein has four, fat has nine, alcohol actually has seven. Yeah. So we have to account for those somehow. So we have a whole kind of training on that. And I think we even have like a PDF. Yeah. I just feel like it depends on how often you're drinking. Mm-hmm. Like if you're drinking once or twice a month, I feel like eh, you probably don't really need to track it. Yeah. You can probably just have fun, have your two to three drinks and have fun going out on the town. But if it's a regular thing like weekly for you, and I think we talk about this in our alcohol podcast, the a regular drinking is considered what? At least like two two drinks a week? I can't even? remember. So it's not that much to be considered regular yeah. drinking. So I feel like people are, a lot of people are doing it that mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know if, I feel like the the less the less likely situation is the person who's only drinking once a month. I feel like mm-hmm. more people are drinking weekly. So yeah, I would just listen to the alcohol podcast because we give tips on that. Yeah. Probably keep it to yeah. two drinks or less. Try to stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Um, still eat whole foods. Like try to get your protein in. I think we talk in the podcast about drinking and eating together too. Yeah. Because there's important times. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if you're really diligent with tracking like you can track your alcohol and make it fit your calories i mean we're not super big into the iifym but there is a you know there's a time and place for that when you're trying to you know eat a donut and you want to fit it in and not go overboard or if you want to have a drink or two and you want to fit it in your calories and not go overboard but just know that when you drink alcohol it has more effects on your body it's going to affect your sleep it's going to affect affect your workout your workout the donut not necessarily so just you know there's a big difference between alcohol and fitting you can use the calories from Mm -hmm. a donut whereas alcohol mm -hmm. just kind of stays just sits there doesn't really help you yeah so yeah i would just go listen to the podcast we'll plug it yeah in the show notes but cool I feel like that's it. All right. Awesome. Well, if you like this review, this podcast, if you like this podcast, please review it and rate it. Go in your podcast app right now. If you're, if you have your phone in your hand, just like look at it, click your podcast app, go where there's like stars and like click them. Click the five. Five of them. Because we're your best friends and you love us. (laughs) And if you can write us a review, tell us how awesome we are. But Spotify, you can only rate it for some reason. 
I don't know any other podcast. Whatever. Player. You can also leave us a Google review. Oh, Google Bar yes. Fitness. And Please do. We will pop up. Cool. And you can put a review. All right. Sweet. Peace out, man.